You can support Fullness Folly on Patreon. Warning, listener discretion advised. The following episode contains themes some listeners may find disturbing. Fullness Folly, Episode 9, Part 2, I Shall Fear No Evil. Samantha. The light is dying. Their camping lamp behind me on the table. One of them has a phone that still works, flooding the cabin with the sound of the past. Fruit shoot. What? I always got a fruit shoot and chicken nuggets. Ugh, flat. It's a sealed container. You calling me a liar? Katie. What? And it's warm. What? I used to get a- No one cares. Come on, Pen. It's food. Have a little? Please. Come on. Put some on lips. I'm curled round Penny on Ari's bed, facing into the wall. Ari leans over me, using her fingers to grind a baked bean over the tin and smearing the paste across Pen's mouth. I barely breathe, watching the food rest on her lip. She won't grip my fingers. (laughs) Please, baby girl, stay with me. Her tongue flickers. She ever so slightly shifts her head towards me. You keep fighting. Fucking waste. We found your five things. She's gonna die. Shut up. Hurry. Slowly she turns her chin towards me, mouth twitching, trickle of red seeping through her fingers on the jagged tin can. Then reluctantly, she turns her seething eyes. Ariadne. Ari's eyes turn back. No, stay with me. Ariadne. Saw a cartoon once about a girl called Ariadne. So tiny she could fit in the palm of your hand. Had a sword made from a pin, she was that small. Ari's hand starts drifting towards her waistband. The plastic knife. No. Get her attention. Look at me. Ari, look at me. She has a gun. Look at me. Don't. Stupid. Pin. Pins. Penny and pins. How many pins can I push into Penny? Hurry! 
What have you got cupped in your hand, you sly little shit? You're damaged, aren't you? Up here. Horrible, isn't it? Knowing you're not right. Jimmy and Liam feel things different. Sometimes they look at me and I see... Her eyes flicker back and forth over thin air. Her brow twitching as either she doesn't know what feeling to settle on or or is suddenly feeling it all and trying to hide it. Do... Do... Do you get these moments where you can't remember... I am nothing like you. You are twisted and sick. You should sleep in the bow cabin. Why? She won't forget. The door's broken. Doesn't matter. She won't go in them in the dark. Hey! Give it! Open your trap again! Flash of God, you'll die! Harry! She turns her back to me. When the light dies, we move to the forward cabin. Arietti has to carry Pen for me. She places it between us, but she still won't look me in the eye. I hold my shard of plastic tightly and listen out for Katie's footsteps, or worse, jolting every time we bump into the Caspian's fenders. My eyes playing tricks with the shadows, her face. Taste of the salt water. His voice. His smell. Liam is crying in the saloon. I rest my chin on Penny's head, my body counting her every breath, and look at Ari holding Pen's arm. Liam's lamp bleeding through the shattered door to highlight the fury on her face as she slowly blinks. My gaze drifts up to the forward hatch. They're arguing on the Caspian. Katie and Jimmy's voices stirring up the wasting. Occasionally, they go quiet. No doubt because his voice has cut through it all. Then they start up again. I can't make out what they're saying, but the tone is unmistakable. They're losing patience. Yet they have nothing but patience. You said we were going to get the boat back. We are. Then why didn't you do anything? She had... A gun. She still will tomorrow. 
I didn't want to lose you. Are they going to kill us anyway? What? Nothing. I, um... You're right. I should have... I should be able to spring up and kill them all. Stab them. But I... I... I can't see straight. You're dehydrated. I'm having a lot of trouble staying conscious. Well, you shouldn't have come in the water. He's stubborn. And stupid. I... Um... I... I... I don't think... Me... Tomorrow, when they put you in the water. We can get the boat back. No. You still have your bit of plastic. No. You said, you said we could... I know. And I'm, I'm so unbelievably sorry. No. No. Shh, shh. Please. I, I can't. I can't do this without you. I, I, I can't. I, I can't. Yes, you can. You're my daughter. <laughs> it's because of me. Oh, no. <laughs> because I got the boat stopped. Shush, no. No. <laughs> I let her get to me. Listen, you are smart and you are beautiful. You swim and you, you survive. I take the plastic shard and place it in her hand, curling her fingers round it. I, I can't. And holding them there. I can't leave you both. I don't want to. Please, please. We will always be with you. There are people alive on land. This is the single thought that I hold on to. I look at the crawlers stalking the surf line, the wasting that had remained on the cruise ship, the empty clifftops silhouetted by the pink light of dawn. Someone had survived for two years. It is possible. 
Was he there for her? Leah misstood in the companion way. Who? Her dad. Was he there for her? He sniffs and looks off to the shoreline. The wasting are still there. Waiting. Never give up, do they? His face twists and his breathing becomes sharp. He disappears below, quickly. My own gaze drops to the spot where Jack... died. I tighten my grip around Pen, then raise my gaze to meet the back of Arietti. She stood at the stern. The wee lass eaten. That why you're not going in yourself. He leans back on the corner of the companionway, a steaming tin mug of hot water grasped in his hand like it's coffee. Jimmy climbs into our cockpit. Arietti immediately shying away as he looms over her. I look to see if Katie's watching from the Caspian with some twisted satisfaction, but her face is unreadable. She's on the far side of their boat, sat on the coach roof with one leg slightly raised. Her head suddenly flicks towards me, her expression unchanging as she holds her stare. A chill goes through me. She hasn't forgotten what Ari said. Her eyes drop down to Penny in my arms. You going somewhere? Jimmy flicks his palm up at Ari. She darts to step up onto the very edge, holding onto the backstay, facing inwards, staring at the spot where Jack died. She is trembling. Please, Ari. The emotions of our children are magnified unto us, aren't they? My eyes flit the knife on his belt. He drops his chin towards me and I immediately look back at Harry. You know, when my son... I don't care. No. I don't suppose you do. He steps back over onto the Caspian. Arietti still hasn't let go of Fulmer. Oi, come on. Her head tremors, her face going red as if she's struggling to breathe. Oi! He slaps her cheek. She raises her eyes to me. Please, Arietti, please. Jimmy shoves her, but she holds on, closing her eyes tightly. He tries to pry her fingers. Hey, stop playing silly buggers. What the fuck's she doing? Let's go! I'll snap your fucking arms off. Please. Five more things left. Vitamins and medicine. Big prizes. Let go, Joy. Let go. Fucking let go. Let go. Let go. Splatters Arietti's face. She pulls the plastic shard from Jimmy's throat, stares at the blood dripping onto the deck from her trembling hand. Jimmy slumps back onto the floor. She raises her eyes at me. And then she turns her head to Katie. 
Fulma rolls violently in the chaos, everyone's screaming, even the wasting. I fumble to put Pen down, Liam barging past the man in Red's hand at Jimmy's bloody throat. Little shit's gone under! <laughs> oh, psycho oh, bitch! fucking kill you! <laughs> we fall between the two boats, the wire rail slicing into our sides, raking our skin as we slide back onto Fulma. Katie twists, tries to push the gun rounds. I feel lightheaded, blurry vision. Shit! I throw my weight onto her forearm, trying to snap it on a winch. I can't hold her. She's breaking free. In desperation, I slam my forehead into her face. Arietti. I, 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 the wasting are howling. They know what I. Anchor, anchor chain, climb. I can't open my eyes. Stay under. Which way? My back scrapes the hole. Which hole? Which way? Shit! I wave my arm out blindly to find the Caspian's hole. Which way? She'll know! Don't let air out of your mouth. She'll see. Keep under the boat. Shit, not enough. Still not enough. Shit. Flip around. Swim back. Don't be obvious. There's blood dripping down for Mustard. Slices it into a propeller. Which boat am I under? I, I wave my hand ahead wildly, bang into the keel. Oh, hold on. Stay. Make her think you're dead. Hold on until your lungs scream. Penny. It's my fault. God, I need air. But she'll be there. Don't let go. Don't! Don't! Don't!
Samantha. Blood. Screaming. The floor shifting with movement. Penny. Her arm hangs over the cockpit seat above me. It's... Is she breathing? No! Katie? No! She! It's Liam! It's me! Get the fuck away from me! You're gonna hurt! Get lost, perv! Fucking slice you! Liam! Away! Pen stirs. My trembling hand smears red onto her skin. I struggle to focus on it. Come on! Come up for air! I know you're hiding. Fulmar bounces as Katie jumps across the bow to our starboard side. I swing my head to Jimmy's dead body slumped in front of the wheel. Knife. Find. Katie, talk to me. Don't want to talk! Want her! Pink foam bubbles from Jimmy's neck as I move him. Harry. How long's she been under? Oh, fuck! My arm's stuck under his back! I know where you are. Katie, no! Just gone under the boat! Got it! Come on, come on! My swollen fingers pick at the blade, trying to unfold Jimmy's locking knife. up onto the stern, wipe my blurry eyes with the back of my hand. Arietti! Stop! She's pushing you towards the cruise ship! Cast off! Liam! Liam! The man in red shakes Liam, who's frozen up, cupping his hand to give him a slap. I scrabble over the side, almost fall between the boat, crash into the Caspian's cockpit. He's seen... Where's the knife? Oh, pick it back up. It's up. Oh, my damaged hands won't grip. Oh, he's coming. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Fuck, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. His foot lands next to the knife. He picks it up. Throws it over the side and steps around me. Liam, Bowlight. I sit on my heels, body trembling with the effort of staying upright. I'm crying, but I can't make the tears. Through the open companionway, I see our canoe, our broken solar panel, our things. We're burning fuel. Move! It takes everything. Legs nearly buckling. I brace myself on the edge of the companionway. His eyes flick to me. (sighs) 
Wells. The humiliation. And uh, he revs up. The boat jerks. My shaking legs buckle. I try to save myself, but... My head splits. The air blasted from my lungs. I nearly black out. The Caspian... The Predator's interior comes into focus. It seems bigger than Fulmer. The wood finish lighter, but... The air is musky, much of the cabin given over to storage. I roll my head to see an acoustic guitar laying on one of the blue saloon seats. The neck resting on a pink cushion stitched together from a t-shirt. A Kindle, ironically charging on a stack of books. <sighs> the Caspian rolls onto heel as we start to come about, stirring a liquid fuel camping stove that had fallen by my head. There's German writing on it. My focus shifts to a pile of mixed shoes, one still containing orthotic insoles. I blink to clear my vision. The guitar. Someone had used a black marker to draw graffiti on it. Some blocky words in Portuguese. The, the more I look, the more I see. Someone's university hoodie. A, a, a snorkel with Lucas written on the strap. Parts from other boats. Tins, not only from our store, which I'd memorized carefully, but muddled in with foreign brands. <laughs> Things people had carefully saved. <laughs> Things that might have been a favorite. <laughs> saved for a low moment or, or a birthday. <laughs> There's a, a copy of Matilda amongst the books. <laughs> pink spine cracked like it had been read and re-read. A strip of card acting as a bookmark, loose in its pages. It had been coloured in felt-tip pens. I wasn't strong enough. They die alone. Arietti, Penny, shit, even Jack. I left them. I left them. I should have stayed with Pen. Fuck. I can't get out. I can't save them. Shit, every time I blink, I see him standing over me. Shallow and quick. <laughs> too far in. <laughs> she infected too close. Get the seal covers off. I'll bring us around. The stove rolls again, the liquid fuel inside it splashing. There's a beaded chain attached to its feet. A fire lighting stick. 
and a striker. I'm sorry. I couldn't be with you at the end. I'm so sorry. Arietti. Burning, clawing, kicking. But the current and the tide. It's like swimming through a trickle. Ah! <coughs> a stitch tears into my side. I keep breathing in water. Come here! I swing my head back to check her distance. Get out of the current. You can't outpace her. You're just getting weaker. Swim parallel. Side of the bay. Go. Get out and... The wasting shuffle onto the rocks to my far left and right. They've already figured it out. Come on. Flick my head back. The Caspian's cast off for a full mile. Swim, swim under Katie. Go back. No, no he's put the Caspian between us. Oh, I, I can't get to them. What's he done to her? I accidentally touched a bloated body in the water. Oh, recoil. Oh, see Jimmy's face when I blink. Shit! Swim! Get out! Hide! My toes slam into the hard ground. I get up, stumble as I twist to see where Katie is. The crawlers scurry into the surf. They're driving me back. I, I, I can't get out. I'm stuck in the open. Let me out! Let me out! rising to my waist, the cruise ship's long shadow over me. I feel the water pulling at my body, bubbles of air between my fingers, my wet hair brushing my skin. I hear Katie stumbling to her feet, the wasting screaming at my back. My eyes turn up to full mass fully. Sitting on the bow with Dad, listening to Mum tell stories from memory. Penny's face at my bed, waiting for me to wake up.
catching rain together. That, that is what I miss the most. on fire he's telling you to get up get up Come here. I charge at Katie smoke rising from the Caspian over her shoulder mum fought dad fought Penny fought and I Grabs me, flings me around and shoves me underwater, pinning me down. Jack. There are no words. How can you describe it? You just can't. We claw up the slopes of the cliff edge. Her screams. The gunfire. It stopped. We're above the bow of the cruise ship. The Predator. Pain in my chest. I can't breathe. The Predator and Fulmer have parted. Plume of black smoke spiralling up from one of them. Is that your boy? I don't. I don't. Scheiße. Her head swings back to the tree lines. Fingers stabbing me in my shoulder as we hold each other up. It should be agony, but I don't feel it. Arietti! Please, God, don't cheat me like this! Peter, Peter, come My eyes are everywhere. At the foot of the cliff, there are bodies wasting, crawling, in the surf, flailing, on the rocks. The deck of the cruise ship is chaos. I look back and see movement at the tree line. Samantha. Get out. Go! I'm scared to look down at my right leg. It's agony. I hadn't expected it to go up like that. I can hear them struggling to put the fire out. They didn't even notice at first. It had been so pathetic then. Suddenly, it went. Thick smoke shrouded the cabin. And the heat. Come on, move, you're gonna burn! I feel the floor narrow. A step in front of me. I am in their forward cabin. Twin berths on either side. Dim light breaking through the thick smoke from the clear hatch above. Climb! Get out! 
I haven't... I haven't got any strength. My leg. Come on. Please. The smoke whistles upwards as I pop the hatch. I dig my fingernails in. My left leg threatening to give way. My right agony. Then, as I haul myself out, it's excruciating. I feel dizzy. Oh, fuck. Oh, don't black out. Don't black out. I suck down air, but still taste the smoke. Blink slowly. My cheek against the deck. The light dazzling on the water between us and Fulmar. My body's shaking. Agony whipping through me when I try to tense muscle and move my right leg. But, oh, the torture. The torture comes from being able to see Fulmar. Penny. Penny. I gripped my teeth, push up from the deck. Head trembling as I hold in the screams. Start to slide to the edge. I look back, flames fizzling out on their stolen hordes scattered in the water. They're ditching it, desperate to save the boat. He appears in the smoke snaking from their companionway. His red jacket's gone. Has he put the fire out? Boat hook, there! Stab him! Kill him! Harry. Harrietty. He hears it too. Seems agitated, then sees me. Steps out of the cockpit, sweat on his face shining. His expression isn't stony or emotionless. It's a blaze. He's furious. Wasting sprinting from the tree line. More are finding us. I vomit saliva thick with blood. The wrenching ripping across my ribs. I can't breathe. Dizzy. Ugh, my arm. Every time Lena has to shoot, we need to stop. And others close the gap. So we stop again. And the same thing. I can't do this. I can't run anymore. God, it's killing us. Katie waits until I take a few gasps of her, waits for me to see her expressionless face, then shoves me back underwater. Punch her. Break her grip. Break it. Why won't she just kill me? Kill me. 
Kill me! My lungs scream. I tug at her wrists, dig my nails in. Water shoots up my nose. I need to breathe. I let out air to buy me time. But now I've got nothing. My body spasms. I inhale water. The wasting sprint towards us. He draws his knife. The pain turns to lightheadedness. What do you think? Not like this. Not so close, please. It's... It's... It's not fair. But it's our story. I look to Fulmer's folly. Her dull white hull marked with stains and scrapes. Smashed spray hood, tiny windows and peeling anti-slip. I used to hate her. She was a prison. A constant reminder of everything lost. But she was our lifeboat. Our home. And every part of her echoed with Jack, Harry and Penn. It isn't fair. Nothing that happened was fair. He... The man in red. He... He should die. I want him to suffer. I need to kill him. But the reality is... Penny is worth more. We drag each other on. Get up. Keep fighting. Swim. My legs on fire again. My muscles are so weak. I grab a floating container to help keep me up. Oh God, stay awake. Please. Fuck. I look back and see him watching from the rails. Nearly slip off the container and go under. Shit. No. No, go. Get to Pen. Penny. I throw up. Suck down air. Throw up some more. Katie pulls the splinter of wood from her arm. Rushes at me. I stumble. Legs unable to work. Run! Go! I look back over my shoulder. Some of the wasting have peeled off towards the cruise ship. But some are still coming. Stop! 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 Here! Climb down! Your arm is broken! Just go! 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 We're out on the headland, but we'd first seen Fulmer. Go! I've got you! Quick! 
She struggles to get her legs to move, hands to grip on, as she lowers herself over the edge. She almost slips, her face red, straining to hold on, teeth clenched. The first bit of the cliff is nearly vertical, but further down slopes out a little with pebbly stones. A couple of those scrubby bushes that cover this area. It's incredibly steep. I drop down, swing my legs over, roll onto my... Onto my stomach! Shit! They're sprinting at us! Ah, shit! Shit! Get a foothold! Go! Oh my god! I hit Lena. Smack into the slope. I slam through the bushes. I try to cling on. I yank my arm. I see Lena hurtling towards me. And we carry on falling, scraping another bush. Yeah. I'm upside down. I look up for Lena. I see a figure spinning past. Lena! Jack! I look up. Another wasting leaps blindly off the cliff above her. Almost grabs her as it tumbles past her. More leaping from above, trying to get at us in their frenzy. One clips me on the way past. I look back up. They've stopped, but are stalking the edge raking their mouldy faces with bloodied fingers and screaming like they're furious. Jack! I'm... Uh, I'm coming down! I... I can't... I can see away. Just... Just don't black out! Come here! She tries to throw me back under the water. I punch her swing my other arm into the side of her head. We're both thrown underwater by a heavy impact. Wasting. He had jumped off the ship. He fights with Katie. Trying to save itself from water, but snapping its jaws and screaming. Trying to bite her. She's got a hold of me. She won't let me go. Another wasting nearly lands on us. And Katie, let's go. I don't want to see. I don't want to see her be. I dive underwater to block out the screams. Swimming as hard as I can. By the time I surface, there's no more shouting. (laughs) The Caspian is putting up sail. They're leaving. I look back at Fulmar. There are two ways to climb down the cliffs where it slopes. They move awkwardly. They're coming for me. Again, my eyes go back to Fulmar. I, I can't. I can't do this anymore. I can't do it alone. I don't want to find them like that. 
It's my fault. It's my fault. I should have just gone. Wasting stood on the rocks watching me. Go away. Go away He doesn't move. He's a boy. Not much older than Penny, though he's wearing girls' shoes. His face is grazed and, and hands are cut. He holds himself awkwardly like he's hurt his ankle. And he just stares at me, stupidly. And then he looks at Fulmar and back to me. Is he, is he? Is he taunting me? He does it again. A spike of incredible rage erupts within me. I start to swing towards him, cursing, screaming. It seems unsure, hobbles back, almost frightened as I climb up. Don't you fucking do that! I snatch up a rock and... He's... He's... He's alive. He's, he's not wasting. He... He's real. I let the rock drop and fall to my knees, raking my face with my fingers. Yeah. I look up. He's pointing to the water. The two wasted from the cliffs are struggling along. Together. Like they're supporting each other. One of them drops against the rocks. The, the boy hobbles towards her as she practically clambers on her hands and knees like a crawler up the rocks and wraps her arms tightly around him. She cries like... like he's everything. I slide around and look again at former. They were everything. They kept us going. No matter how bad it got, one of us was always there. Harrietty. Breathe. Breathe. It's... It's okay. No. It's... it's no. It's okay. You... Died. No. You, you no. died. No. You're I'm, wasting. I'm not. No. I study his broken face. The clothes he's wearing. The reaction of the boy and his mother. N no. No.
I couldn't climb up. I, I barely made it to the boat. I'd done what I did in the storm and wrapped the line hanging off the stern around my arm. It ached as it cut off the blood, but, but kept my head above the water. I think I keep passing out. I call to Pen. Let her know I'm here. So she's not scared. I... I blink and the boat's rocking. I... I feel the pressure being released on my arm. Shit! No, hang on. Penny! But... I don't slide into under... I... I can hear a winch. I'm being pulled up. I keep blacking out so it's hard to tell how long it takes, but suddenly I blink again and I'm on the cockpit floor. I look for Pen. There's blurry shapes. There's more than one. Oh, fuck. He's come back. No. The man in red. No. Please, no. I roll my head and look for Pen on the seat. She isn't there. One of them's got her. No. Katie, don't. Please. Give her some of our water. Who's that? No. Give me Penny. Ariati, what have you done with my daughters? Boat hook. Find it. Find... A hand touches mine. No, get away. It grabs my hand again. Shit. Focus. Focus. Is... Is it you? It's me. Listening to Fulmer's Folly, a Static Airwaves production. Samantha was played by Sally Walker Taylor. Arietti was played by Tina Marchitalo. Jack was played by Johnny Dispenner. Penny was played by Eva Stacy. The Man in Red was played by Derek Murray. Katie was played by Rhiannon Marshall. Jimmy was played by Chris Harris Beachy. Liam was played by Mitch Howell. Lena was played by Ricardo Roth. Leo was played by Henry Cook. Song Berlin by James Forrest. Producer, Lizeth Ramirez. Episode written by Matt Stacy, Becky Stacy, and Lizeth Ramirez. Production coordinator, Becky Stacy. Music by Samar Benapal. A huge thank you to our patrons, John Wood, Slater, and Denny. 